What's up, podcasters? If you know, you know. But if you don't, Anchor has created a podcast hosting platform that's absolutely free for creators. That's five-finger discount. But you're not stealing. You're stacking. And that's just the shape. The top is absolutely loaded with cherries. And here's a few you should know. Record and edit from your phone or computer. Distribution to all major DSPs and even some minors, too. Monetize without overwhelming listenership, and it's all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> Ron hates Mondays. Hell, I'm not crazy about them either. I also don't like Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining I Hate Mondays with Ron Johnson. That's me. Hopefully the reason you're here is because we share similar love for hating Mondays. Today's episode is sponsored by CBD, Comfy Brand Designs. Comfy Co. is a t-shirt line that ensures quality and comfort with each wear. Whether you need a shirt on the go for a run to Target, or maybe your child hears the ice cream truck and you got to do that, hey, and yell out the door and grab the closest thing to you to go out there and cover up those gorgeous man boobs that you've been working on all winter. You can't just go out there and show those boobs for free not those man boobs you've worked hard for those all winter somebody needs to pay to see those buddy or somebody at least needs to take your ass to fucking dinner for it or my ladies maybe you're going out for fraps with the girls or maybe going to brunch with bae comfy brand has a style and most importantly comfort for any occasion i wear a couple of mines during my workouts but my go-to is uh fresh out the shower i can't lie the ig is at the comfy underscore co head over and use code f-m-o-n-d-a-y-s that's f Mondays. Now let's get this day over with already. Gangsters, what's up guys? <coughs> oh shit. <laughs> that caught me off guard like a motherfucker. Shit, I'm gonna keep that in there too. Good morning everybody. Oh no, it's not good morning. Maybe it is. For me it's good night. Good morning for you guys. It is April 15th, 10.09 p.m. 55 degrees in beautiful Los Angeles, California. I'm glad you guys are here again at fucking I Hate Mondays. This is recorded again. I'm telling you the date. It is uh, the 15th. It's Thursday going into Friday. I'm getting you guys ready. I'm going ahead and going into the weekend, but I've got my kid with me this weekend, so I doubt that I'm going to be able to record over the weekend. So just to make sure that I'm taking care of my business, I wanted to make sure that I got this podcast done before the weekend because man trying to rush to do that shit on a sunday night then mix it then get it to you guys monday morning before work or whatever's going on oh it's a hassle dude it's it's a real hassle it's a hassle these days especially when it's something that you love is that right i mean you guys gotta agree with me right like it's never easy when you actually love what you're doing there's going to be roadblocks and hurdles and shit that just pops out of nowhere and you're just going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to um, respond the right way. The levels did change there. I'm sorry. I should have told you guys before I actually just started my whole sentence. But the reason the levels change is because um, I noticed that they were too low here on this laptop. And I went ahead and changed them before I punched back in. Yes, I punched back in because I was talking some nonsense about unfortunate and fortunate least. Uh, what I was basically trying to tell you guys is, since I do two, I got to make sure that I'm not recording on, you know, the same day. That's crazy. That's nonsense because they're two totally different podcasts. 
Um, so I have to make sure that I'm in different moods for each one, for, for the podcast that's, you know, a little bit on the wild side and for this podcast, which is geared towards the adults. It's unfortunate because it looks like I'm peaking a little bit, man. But anyway, uh, yeah, running two podcasts concurrently. I want to get a third one in the mix. Again, you guys will hear these airplanes because this is Los Angeles and this is how we get down. It's marijuana. Beautiful weather, beautiful women, palm trees, and airplanes. That's California for you. Well, that's Los Angeles for you. But yeah, you run two podcasts concurrently, and I'm trying to get a third one in the mix. If I can find a couple people that are as weird as me, I just need to get connected to a couple of my weirdos from my weirdo uh, hive, or excuse me, weirdo hive. And we'll be on a on a road there. I want to talk about a lot of conspiracies and you know, like UFOs and unicorns and mythical beings and creatures and what do you call that? Uh, North mythology, like Greek mythology. I want to discuss all of that stuff on that third podcast. I guess what I'm trying to tell you guys is, I'm trying to take over, and you niggas need to move out the way. <laughs> Yeah, that's so all. Just let me get on somebody's little network real quick, and, I, and I'll be chill. Then y'all can have all this. But until then, I'm going to make as many as I can. I'm going to start busting these bitches down like a road. No, I'm just playing. Look, I'm talking crazy. We said this is for the adults. You get that on the other podcast. Yeah, but it's um it's a little tricky because you have to find out what your recording days are. You want to find out what days you're actually going to be mixing. Uh, then if you got your co-hosts involved, you got to figure out their schedules. And if it's going to conflict with the other podcast that you're running, they might only have that day off where you where you would record your your second podcast. And now you have to kind of restructure. So it's a week to week thing here. You know, it's almost like an on call job situation. You don't really have a set schedule. And you're just waiting on one of your supervisors to call you and say, hey, you know, it's 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 go time. It's up. And you go to you go to work. You know, that's kind of what it's like in the podcast game when you're running a couple at the same time. I'm going to pause because it's, it's an ambulance coming or police. All right. Sorry about that, guys. You won't even notice because I'm going to punch that in or I'm just going to clip it. But that. <laughs> They were driving so slow. It was literally 45 seconds or at least close to it for them to drive past from the point where I heard it. And sound, I mean, I know it travels far, but nah, man, they're not trying to save that person. Whoever that is must have been talking shit or he's a regular. He may just call just to get down there to the hospital. They do have people that do that. They'll always call like people that are... um, the struggle with mental illness, they'll call for for someone to come out and they'll get a free ride to the hospital and get on meds and shit, and they know them personally by 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 name. But yeah, man, they were just cruising, but with the siren on though. Oh, if I was a driver, I would have been so irritated. Like I'm not. Why am I still sitting pulled over to the right? <laughs> We about to drive. Look at this. We're going to put this bitch in drive. <laughs> they not trying to save nobody. <laughs> they might have forgot they got that bitch on. <laughs> you know, it's like the person on the freeway, they they forget they got their signals on. They drive a couple miles like, look at this dummy. This is some of the most embarrassing shit. Why do we all get embarrassed when we see we still got this signal on? <laughs> 
half the time it's because my ass is singing along to some R&B record. I'm just in there feeling the division. <laughs> Riding for three miles with the left blinker on. Niggas, you getting over what? <laughs> oh, shit. Let me get back to what I was talking about, man. This is kind of what that other podcast is like. I get to laugh a bit. You know, adults get to laugh, don't we? Shit. It's not payday. That's usually when we smiling, though. When we get to go have us a little maga, you know? You know, at the, at the uh, local fiesta, Marine, that's when I'm happiest. When I get my little Cadillac margarita or the Patron margarita or something like that. With the, uh, man, one of the things had me gone. Two of them and we going home, baby. Where we going? I need to know what we going to for breakfast because I'm, I'm definitely going to your house. I don't know what you're thinking. Anyway, um, yeah, running two podcasts concurrently is troublesome because of the scheduling. And what I was about to tell you guys, I was going to give you an example of the scheduling. So say this podcast is coming out on Monday. So I'm going to record today, which is Thursday. I'm going to mix it on Friday or Saturday whenever I get the chance to. It'll probably be Saturday. Um, you know, people got to work. They got schedules for work. Uh, for their normal nine to fives, for the slave ship, and then they go into their own businesses and do everything they can on their off time. So you will say, all right, he's going to mix on a Saturday, at the latest, a Sunday. By that time, it's time to drop the pod on Monday. And on Monday, when I drop that pod while you guys are listening to I Hate Mondays, I'm recording um, the second podcast, and that second podcast is going to traditionally come out on a Thursday. So every day you hear me, you know I'm geared up and I'm recording another podcast, and that's just how it works. So any slight slip up in the schedule can change all of that, every single thing. That means anything personally that's going on with me, if there's something going on with my child, if she's sick, if it's just my week, um, if they need me to pick her up, and if, if it's not my week, you know, there's things that go on there. Yeah, again, I explained the situation with co-hosts. There's also times where my schedule is just not going to work right. You know, I got a lot of other things going too, but I try to make my my podcast a priority. But just to figure out some of the things that are actually going on with me in the podcast world, and I sit back and try to think of ways to try to step aside these hurdles and you know try to step in fr- step in front of it before I actually you know hit one or something like that. It's just a little. Well, take some time to get used to, that's all. But anyway, that wasn't even on the fucking docket. That wasn't what I was supposed to be talking about, but it was interesting enough. I guess if you're grown enough, you might want to know. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Hopefully that sponsor played at the top, and you can actually start to do it from your phone and from your computer. I do it from my computer because I'm a traditionalist. I actually started off on my phone, but I started years ago before anybody was actually chasing the podcast game. They didn't have all of these applications. They didn't have all of these tools. There was really no market for it. I think the first place we seen podcasts actually was on like the first iPhones and shit. For most of us, uh, I seen podcasts first. I think it was Power 105 point. No, no, no. Was it Hot 97? It's Hot 97. I seen it. Yeah. Funkmaster Flex and Ebro and all them back in the. Back in the heyday, it was like fucking um, right after Ether, right around that time. And I was always trying to search for Jay-Z interviews and Nas interviews and all that shit that was going on the East Coast. I think Phone Flex and them at High 97. 
uh, was trying to pump out podcasts and still nobody really knew what it was. They didn't even know what to do with it. But whoever was down there and um, in their uh, creative division or whatever they're calling it down there at Hot 97, whoever was in front of that, I bet they talking big shit now because they seen the future, baby. They definitely seen the future. That's for sure. And now look at us taking the hell over. One pod at a time, even though it's a thousand out there being made at the time. Something else. All right, so first on the docket, I'm going to spread you in. This is a nasty segue. That was not a good segue at all. You can't just come in like, next on the docket. So <laughs> you got to kind of segue. We got to ease people into your subjects, right? But there's no clean way to do this. I was just thinking about, like, the way I choose to live my life and the way that I have lived my life for a long, 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 long time. And that is, everybody gets one. It's based off of the whole Spider-Man deal. And what that basically means is, everybody gets one chance to fuck me over. It depends on how hard you fuck me. It depends on if you fuck me raw. It depends on if you if you fuck me with Vaseline. But as soon as I notice that I've been fucked, I'm trying to engage the fucking, and then I'm going to tell you that we are either no longer cool or that we're cool. You know, and and I've had situations like this for my entire life. Now, again, these could be lessons that I am totally missing the point to. And this is probably why I keep going through the shit that I go through when it comes to my personal friendships and relationships and shit like that is because I am a one time one go person. And it's because I choose to try to handle myself that way like I treat myself as if I only got one shot with people so I don't want to burn them like that right you can't really do people like that so you just want to kind of be considerate of how people are and how they want you to treat them I'm sure you guys have heard that saying we're all grown you sometimes you have to teach people how to treat you and I think I do that very well. I am very outspoken on how I want to be treated. And some people will agree with that. And once the agreement is broken, then I figure that we no longer have a relationship. If this was business, if the agreement is broken, if the contract is broken, we can no longer do business. Now, again, I may say that and you might be like, that's pretty harsh. And it could be. But that's just the way I handle myself. So I put, I'll give you an example. When I say it depends on how hard you fuck me, and if you're using any lubrication or if you just want to be an animal and just go in there straight, bare back dry. What I'm saying is an example of a situation was when I used to do music, right? And there was a producer that I was doing a lot of my records with at the time. And I had my own company, he had his. So I had my own engineer, I had my own producer, and this guy had a nice setup or whatever. He was a pretty cool enough guy. But I heard some of the stories, and I'm like, all right, well, we'll see how this works. So I tell my guys, I said, we'll see how it works. But uh, I, when I when I judge character, it's only off of what I get from the person. So if you're going to give me stories, I can only go off based of what you give me. And if your stories are usually ending with, artists not staying with you based off of something not somebody miscommunication or somebody feeling like a feeling away then i have to figure out if this is going to happen to me 
And usually, if you're bold enough to tell me these characteristics about yourself, it's probably because you had an epiphany and noticed that you were wrong in the situation or trying to make amends with these people. And the best way to do that is to, I guess, talk about them in a good light. Now, of course, we build our relationship, make records, had problems one time. I said, all right, everybody gets one. Remember, I told you that. But I'm going to give you a second try because you didn't really... You you used lube that time. Second time, it was like a mess. It was a mess on both sides. Yeah, I think I wanted something turned over too fast. He was, he said he could do it, but he had other stuff. He had bitten off more than he can chew, and you know what people will do for money. They want the money, so they're going to agree to it because they feel like they have, they have the patience to take care of the situation. They can get through it and. You know, get it to you in a timely manner. They feel like their skill set is is good enough for them to actually accomplish this in the time frame that you need them to accomplish it. And I'm at fault for pushing this person that way, for hearing that they were, uh, were overwhelmed and, and loaded, and still placing this in their hands. Uh, I put a lot of responsibility in this engineer's hands. So that time I didn't really fault him for it. It was just more of a miscommunication. But the third time, I caught him with his hand in the cookie jar. I wasn't agree I wasn't in agreement with how the business was about to take place. Now I explain it to you what I mean. I offered him a sweet ass deal because I was ready to exit this game anyway. I knew it was no more money in it and it was drying up and the art wasn't there anymore and if I can't create art I don't want to just make jingles I don't just I don't just say shit in music just to say shit in music I don't it's just no purpose for me to do it then I don't need to do it it doesn't it doesn't get me off to be honest I haven't had fun with it in so long I'm just very good at it and with that in mind I'm I'm coming to him with a deal and I'm saying hey this is how I'm feeling I want this to be like the best project that I've ever put out and I want to work hand in hand with one producer because I only want one sound and I want one vision and I gave him examples I was like we can dig through the crates together we can actually just make this shit from scratch because that's what I'm all about now of course he's into the idea now we just got to talk numbers and we need these numbers to, to make sense right so we get into it I'm not going to get into all the logistics but basically what I can tell you is we didn't come to a goddamn agreement. <laughs> we did not come to a goddamn agreement. I can tell you that shit for sure. Now, I won't get into the specifics, but I'll tell you how, how it kind of boiled down. It was the regular rate. I wasn't trying to go for that because this wasn't going to be that type of project. The regular rate means that even the time that we're digging through the crates and all of this other good shit, I got to pay you for your time to do this, right? I got to I gotta pay you this. But my man, we trying to get there. We ain't here yet. You treating this like you that dude and I'm that dude. Neither one of us are them dudes. <laughs> Neither one of us have deep pockets enough to stretch to do what you're trying to do. Nah, we got to go about this a sensible way. So here's what I can offer you, man. I can say... You get a piece, you get points, I'll drop it on your label. I'm not really caring if it's on mine. I'll split my 50 of my percentage of this record because I'm going to even give you that. And I'm going to split my 50 with my guys. You split yours with nothing. And you get royalties. And you didn't want to go for it. You're trying to fuck me. Now, that didn't go right. 
And it blew up. We were at his home. Emotions were a little high. And business can get that way, especially if you feel like this is more than just a business, like we might have a friendship. I thought we had a friendship. So, you know, you, you live and you learn. But what I can tell you is from that experience, I learned that I was growing as a man. And I, I needed to make contact with him to apologize for behaving in such a manner at his home. Now, I'm, not, I'm never going to apologize for the way that I felt. And my points on the matter, I was absolutely correct, 100%. But how I went about it, how I told him that I did not like the way that this business deal was going, and the setting in which it was taking place was not a good look. I was out of pocket. His daughter sleeps there. His wife allows us to be there. You know, we just niggas at this point. I'm from a whole nother side of fucking Los Angeles. This nigga's all the way on the other side. We could do, we could be anybody. He just knows us for rapping, but we could be anybody. You got to really trust people to let them aside your home and where your family is. You know, even if you do have your own studio in the, in the back or whatever, this is still this man's home. And as a man, no other man should be able to step on your property and get down the way I got down. So I obviously I made that call as a grown man. We're all adults on this podcast. This is the adult podcast. And I went ahead and apologized and um he appreciated it. Tried to get me back in music. <laughs> and I was like, no way, Jose. And and that's that man. I'm still gonna support him. I still double tap anytime I see he's putting something out or he's, you know, got something going for himself. Um but I am away from that situation now. It just because I'm going to apologize as a man, just because I know I did something wrong and it didn't sit right with me. I'm, I'm that type of person. I live by a set. I live by codes and rules. And, and, and when you break those, you have to be man enough to go fix it. Because if you don't, you never know if somebody's going to come correct that fucking situation for you. That will happen. That men, young men, if you're listening to this podcast, if you don't go clean up your shit. Your shit might come clean you up. <laughs> Out of no fucking where. You be like, I ain't thought about this nigga in four years. Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> nigga broke my fucking jaw. Nigga, you holding on to that type of resentment? I'm glad you got it out. <laughs> oh, God damn, man. It's Monday. I got to make y'all laugh somehow. Anyway, pardon that ambulance. You're going to hear that shit from time to time. It's just what it is. But, yeah, so one time. He got one time, you know? And to be honest, he probably thinking the same shit about me. Like, that nigga had one more time to drop an F-bomb or anything. And it was about to go left. <laughs> but I got to stop, man, because I'm getting older now. And I understand that we all make mistakes. I think there are several people that are probably really good people because I have been through well, we have all been through traumatic shit in our life, and we've had several situations that might be similar or not, and they make us who we are to the date. We handle ourselves based off of that, right? So, it is what it is. As an adult, I do not want to be 50 
and not be able to connect with people and have my friends from several years ago. So I just have to make sure that from this point forward that I am um, just a little bit more lenient when it comes to certain things. I told you guys, uh, might have been on this podcast, that I just come from a different time. And these times when somebody shows you who they are, when someone shows you who they are, you have to take their word for it. Because it can be detrimental to your health. That was just the way I was living out there. It'd be different if it was just a regular situation and it's like, oh, y'all was just arguing over basketball. Maybe the nigga got the last bag of chips that you wanted or some shit when you were younger. But it wasn't like that for us. We were all out there doing really bad stuff. We were all out there fucking each other's bitches. There was plenty of reason why anybody at any time, once they showed you that there was a foul individual, you brought you. It's time to leave the situation. You have to, because if he's showing you, if he's showing you who he is, he's ready to turn up at any second now. That's it. As soon as the switch flips, if I don't respond accordingly, I'm putting myself in harm's way. His emotion. His, his reaction now is telling me, nigga, this is no longer a safe zone for you. When you come around, you no good here. Now, if I just want to fucking keep coming around and if I don't get the fucking point <laughs> that I, he, he, all right, I got the pass. <laughs> all right, I probably need to stay away until I understand what the situation is and why we here. You know, or maybe I already know. Oh, shit, dude, I found out this. I need to just get the fuck away from here. Um, but I say all that to say, no, now I'm in my 30s and there should be absolutely no reason why I'm thinking like that. Um, I'm just an adult out here. I'm just a grown man. And, you know, sometimes as grown men, we start um, getting into our emotions, too, because we're still human, man. You know, this ain't the 80s. Niggas ain't out there. Pendleton's and fucking Cortez, everything starts creasing. Niggas is hard and they walk with their hands bald and niggas got their fucking teeth, you know, like they on X and they just grinding and he's just mad at the world. It's top of the morning. Niggas, 6 a.m., you banging on breakfast. Who said that shit? Is it, who said banging on breakfast? <laughs> who said it? Was it Cat? I don't know. Y'all look it up, man. But now I shouldn't be thinking like that. I shouldn't be thinking like that as a grown man. I have to let people be able to be themselves and and be emotional when they need to be. And us be able to figure that out as men. There's no reason why a man shouldn't be able to show us emotion. Now, how far you take it is different. Now, maybe if we have communication, you might not even have to take it there. But you got to be able to hear people. Sometimes people ain't even listening when they're in the heat of the moment. They just, I'm waiting for you to fucking finish. I ain't listening to nothing you're saying. I'm, I'm waiting for my chance to get my shit off. You might even made some valid points. You might have answered some shit I'm about to rebuttal you with, but I ain't heard shit because I just want to battle back. Well... If that's needed, if that's going to save the friendships now, I will do it. All right? I'm a man that apologizes. I'm usually not the guy who's going to sit here and just fucking throw the friendship away. If it's on you to apologize, you need to apologize. You have to as a grown-ass man. When you out of pocket, bro, if you if you care about your people, women are men. If, you, if, your, if your sis... 
then disrespected you or she got out of pocket or she might have liked one of your man's pictures and shit, shit like that. If she means anything to you, you can just have a conversation and be like, nah, that's a no-go. All minds is off limits. You can't fuck with my with my man. That's what you got to tell your girl. Yes, she should know this, but she might not know that. Sometimes friends have to figure out where the fucking lines are in the sand. Which one don't I cross? If you don't tell me, I will not know. I'm still a human. I'm going to go for what I want to go for. If we had the conversation, though, and I still do it, then it's up to us now. We go say, all right, everybody gets one or... I might be older, and I might just tolerate it for a little bit. And, and you know, same thing with guys. You know, just you just have to holler at your you just have to holler at your homie. You gotta tell him it ain't it ain't nothing about being no punk. A punk ain't gonna speak his fucking mind. I'm gonna tell you, off rip. I don't I don't like that right there, man. <laughs> I can't get down with you there, bro. No, I'm not I'm not into that. You know how you used to see niggas about to go on a mission or something? You like, man, them niggas about to get locked up, bro. And they want you to roll? Nah, I'm out. I, nah, I got something. To, I got recording to do. I used to always use my um, my uh, old girl as a as a um, excuse. I mean, I love to spend time with her, but I used to always be like, nah, I'm chilling with my bae, bro. I'm not fucking with you niggas right now on this fucking shit, y'all. Gonna get locked up. And I was already getting money anyway, just doing shit myself. I was just hanging with them, just be hanging. But anytime they wanted me to go out and do some stupid shit, you better believe I was banging my girl line. So, LB, I appreciate you. I love you for life. And uh, keep rocking. I hope to fucking connect with her sometimes because she was a badass broad. But anyway, I used to use her for a fucking excuse to get out of fucking doing dumbass shit with my hood rat friends and smoking the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That little nigga was bad. <laughs> that little nigga was bad. He said that shit straight up on cam. Nah, nigga, I like to do that hood rat show my friends smoking cigarettes, bruh. You know what we do? We go out here hot wire these little old mobiles. Turn a couple corners, we leave them on the corner. That's it. That's all. That's all we do. I'm I'm good. I heard he's doing good now though. I hear the young man, well, that was a couple years ago. He was doing good. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent. Getting older, speaking about getting older and trying to handle ourselves appropriately as adults. Oh, boy, I'm getting to that time. I told you I'm in my mid-30s now, and I don't feel it. You know, I feel amazing. I feel like I'm in the best shape of my youth, to be honest. But that doesn't mean that there's things going on that I'm just not aware of. And I'm talking about the inside of my body, grown man. We got to have that conversation. I'm going to get a couple of my guests on, and we're going to have this conversation again just to get a couple of different perspectives. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I know I have to do it, but I'm terribly afraid to do it. But this prostate thing, I got to go get it done. Uh, I'm thinking maybe this year I might try to push it to 38, but that's it's kind of pushing it, man. You know, it used to be about 50-something. And, and men start dying a lot younger by, you know, by the prostate. And now it's, you better get it done by 40. So, I'm black. And, you know, you know blacks. We kind of, we have things that we deal with tougher than other races. So, you got sequel cell. I don't think any, I don't know which race is going to, but I know it's a predominantly 
um, African-American uh, illness. We struggle with high blood pressure, not saying other people don't, but we do struggle with high blood pressure. We struggle with diabetes, you know, keeping our cholesterol and shit like that in check. And we also uh, really do struggle from the women, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, and us males, we struggle from uh, that prostate cancer and sometimes in the intestine too with dealing with them ulcers and shit trying to um, depress stress and all that shit like that man y'all gotta get it together and really practice what y'all be preaching out there on instagram i see what y'all be talking about and i'm happy that y'all really want to do that but you gotta live it if you really want to live a long fruitful successful life you have to take care of your health you can have as many likes as you want you can have as many business deals go down and make you as much money as you can ever imagine. But if your health is poor, you won't enjoy any of it. So, for my adults out there growing to work, we're going to get a little serious right now. <laughs> I know it's going to, you don't want to hear this on a Monday, right? But we got to have these conversations. We have to in our communities. And I'm not going to talk about anything pertaining to all of the killings that's going on in our communities until I got my guest on, which will probably be in a week or so. I know people on my Instagram are getting tired of me because I'm posting everything else. But what's going on with all of the cases that are surrounding all of these fucking killer cops and I do want to talk about it. And yes, I do want to put out a story about it too. But I'm not just a story type of person when it comes to these type of manners. You got to remember, like, well, you don't have to remember because you didn't know me then. But I was the guy who had a Black Planet page and a MySpace page. And it had nothing but Huey uh, Newton on that motherfucker and, you know, the Black Panther movement and you know, I'm just, that's what I've been about because we were getting harassed by police and shit like this was going down when I was a kid. It was just no cameras run. They was doing us bad, bro. I could never bring my Camaro out. Anytime I hit the streets, I'm getting pulled over. I'm getting frisked. My hood's getting popped. My trunk's popped. They going in my engine. I got guns to my head. Everything you can imagine, it was happening in. I was already an advocate. I lived this. So, unfortunately, I don't have to go on social media and explain how I feel. I don't come from that. I don't come from that cloth. I'm not mad at y'all that do it. I'm glad that y'all are the, are the social media soldiers that get that shit out there. Y'all doing a great job to do it. But there, there are some of us out there that just going to have to move. And when, like how that white man said, hey, stand up, or whatever the fuck he said, stand down or and, and stand by, y'all, we got them niggas too, and I'm in that. That's what I'm for. I ain't got to kneel, nigga. I ain't got to do that. I don't got to kneel or stand with you. I was in the field with the hand pistols. <laughs> well, I've been out there, buddy. You know? So, y'all do that, and I'm going to do the podcast, and when we got to get busy, because believe me, we're getting to a time where it's going to happen. We're going to have to get busy. I shouldn't promote that. I'm not going to promote that. I'm not going to say that. I got to wait for my guests to get on, because I'll get, I'll get myself in hot water. I don't want that. This is not this type of podcast. This is not no 
shock value. I don't care. I don't need y'all to go and tell your friends, go listen to this nigga talk crazy about trying to harm people. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in history, when this type of shit starts to bubble and when it starts to brew, it usually goes further than the protesting because the protesting is not working. So... I'm gonna stop there, man, because I wasn't supposed to go in that. We were talking about fucking prostates and mammograms. <clears throat> anyway, I'm going. I'm going to do it. I'm going to definitely give you guys the whole rundown when it happens. I'm definitely going to come in here and share my experience about when this happens. You're going to know everything about every fucking aspect of it because that's the type of creature I am. In order for me to be able to process it, I'm going to have to talk about it. So. You guys are going to have to hear about it. It'll be a lovely Monday. <laughs> we would just be talking about assholes that old Monday. <laughs> and then you'll go have to work with assholes that old Monday. <laughs> that was Cordy. <laughs> That's what I laugh. Oh, my God. But, yeah, women. I'm going to get a couple women on this podcast. I've been telling you guys this for the last two episodes, but I need to hear from them. I know a lot of women that I've dealt with, you know, some have uh, larger breasts, some have smaller breasts, and they all are concerned. They, you know, they feel around, they ask us to feel around. Hey, do you feel a lump here? They get scared if they feel a lump, you got to go. And they tell me the experience of a mammogram is super painful. I hear it is not fucking fun. It's like this machine that kind of like smushes down on the breast. And I will have to have a lady here to explain the rest, but that's just the, that's what I know. And I'm not about to go look it up on Google or YouTube just so I can explain it to you. We'll just get a woman on here so she can share her experience of what it's really like. I hear when they get checked down there too, it's a really fucking tough time too. Cause they say like they, they got this cold ass tool that kind of spreads the, the vagina apart. And uh, I hear it's not, um, it's not really a fun day either. So, you know, man, women, you guys are the strongest, the strongest, most beautiful, precious creatures on this fucking earth. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get no brownie points. You can keep the brownies. I tell you this so you know I was mature when you found me. <laughs> So you know that little boy shit that you get annoyed with, you can keep a coy with. That that was um that was Joe Button line, man. That ain't me. I'm just spitting his shit right now. But it was a it's some real shit though, right? You get it, don't you? Yeah, man. Yeah. So ladies, uh just be listening. I'm gonna get women on here and they'll be able to uh, speak from your perspectives so it won't just be guys talking about women because we don't ever really get it right, right? When we're talking about y'all, we think we got it right, but you guys are so complex. We think in one way and y'all somewhere totally off, and that's why y'all always getting this the way y'all do. Y'all like, they're just so stupid. You tell them look that way, they look the other way. <laughs> oh, jeez. Speaking of that, though, my uh, women and men and the... The difficult times of Mars and Venus, where we come from. Where, where do you guys lie when age is involved with marriage? Is 30 years old, does that start the race? Like, all right, 20, you're kind of cruising. You know, you, you're having fun. You you might have married your high school sweetheart or your college sweetheart. Is there a college sweetheart? Is that a thing? Or is it just the person you met in college? Are you... Your, your college love, I don't know, but anyway, 
whoever you were involved in college. And I didn't go to college. Well, I didn't go to college after high school is what I'm saying. Like, right after is what I'm saying. I missed all that dorm experience shit, which is the reason why I don't know if there's a college of love or something, okay? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't there for that. Shit. <laughs> I mean, forgive me already. But yeah. Um, you know, 20s, you're, you're kind of just rolling through the motions and you might meet the love of your life and then you get married and we all love those beautiful stories. But then you hit 30, right? And you're like, all right, still sliding through. But I think I need to start looking for something because I don't know what's going to be around. I don't know if I'm going to have the energy to keep this up in my 40s. And I may have talked about this a little for a small little minute on my uh, first part on, on the first uh, episode or second episode, I'm sorry, of I Hate Mondays. But I'll get a, a little deeper into it because I, I see you, you, you do so much working on yourself. And then you realize that you're working on yourself, not just for yourself, but for whoever you wind up with, right? And then you start to notice that you are really making all of these changes and things are starting to change for you and starting to look up. The love life is in the opposite direction. And the more this goes your way and then your favor, the more it seems like all of that shit gets a little further from you, you know? And it's like... I don't. I can't stop what I'm really invested in just to go looking for a partner, and and we've all heard that's not even the way to go about it. They say you really find love when you're not looking. That's what they tell you, right? I don't even know if this is all smoke and mirrors. Is what I'm telling you. Was that just a saying for somebody who couldn't find anybody, so they had to make themselves feel better, and they still died alone? Can somebody look that up? That the person who made the saying, "Don't go looking for love." Love will find you. Did that person die alone? Am I listening to somebody who died alone? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I need to research this shit. I'm out here living this shit. And, and this motherfucker dead. He ain't got nobody next to him in a plot. I don't want to fucking listen to him. Nah, man. I need, I need to be looking then. If the guy who died alone said don't go looking for love, I need to go looking now. I need to go look at right now. Where's my phone? Somebody put me on plenty of fish. I got to get up. I got to get out. I got to get some. CeeLo, y'all don't even know, nigga. I'm too smooth with this pot and shit. Y'all didn't even catch that. That's CeeLo. Goody my bro. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a race. I think none of us really want to die alone. I think we'll deal with it if we have to. You know, we all depend on our family. You know, I got family members like that. I love them to death. I've seen plenty of other people's family members like that. They love them to death. But you know the ones we're talking about. And we never say nothing about it. At least I don't. You know, I don't look at it that way. But you hear the women talking. And they're like, yeah, she coming. I don't know if she bringing a man this year, you know. The last one, now they didn't work out. They, they talk like that, you know. Uh, us guys, we kind of joke about it, but it still hurt. Like, hey, uh, so that last bitch, ain't, she ain't, the last girl, she ain't work out, huh? What happened to her? Uh, she had a fat ass, I can tell you that much. And and little do you know why you joking, that nigga is crying in the inside. He miss his baby. <laughs> and she just take him back. <laughs> he missed that girl. <laughs> why the uncle telling him that you fucked up? Because that ass was fat. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this podcast, buddy. I think you guys got enough of me any motherfucking way. 
I could save this one. You probably don't even want me to talk about it. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. I think after 30, I really do. I believe that after 30, as soon as it starts, the race is on. And I think a lot of us know that. And the dating pool gets either more shallow are oversaturated with a lot of bullshit people. People that are either leaving relationships because they ain't shit, or you got the dating pool that's getting oversaturated because there's so many younger younger adults growing into their older years and are now entering into our pool, right? So you got the 28s and 29s, and they coming in, and they on some fuck shit. Because they don't know the race is starting and we all out here still trying to get to it. And, and you might run across one of them. Take it through a whole nother fucking... Huh, take it through some whole other heartbreak. So I do believe that it is a race. Once you get out once you get out of your fucking... Out of your 20s. And I don't know what it's like when you get in your 40s. But hopefully I don't experience that and and I don't have to tell you guys that I don't want to report that one to you I'd rather just go ask somebody in their 40s what it feels like to be single and and maybe die alone I'd probably just do that for y'all I don't want to experience it on myself (laughs) no I'm not that type of actor (laughs) no thank you I'm not that type of actor I'm not a method actor (laughs) nah I'll just go ask somebody. I'm more of a researcher. I'm a researcher guy. I'll go ask that motherfucker. I don't want to live it. I don't want your life. That would have been a great drop right there. I've got to get my drops. I will have drops on this podcast. I got some great American pen uh, drops coming too. That's going to be dope. Anyway, man, I said that this one doesn't have to be an hour. It really doesn't have to be. And I know you guys were expecting some guests on this episode, so I'm just going to go ahead and and end this one Um, because I have some more topics that I have on here, but I think I want to save them, man. I wanted to talk about that movie, Malcolm and Marie. I was just talking to my homegirl about it, and I was going to put her on, but she had a lot going today. She's got her own shit going. And she's getting ready for a super large book release and all this good shit. So uh, I didn't want to bother her with that. Plus, she needs to be writing anyway. I don't want to bother her with this fucking podcast. Um, but I did want to talk about Malcolm and Marie. I also wanted to talk about competition, jealousy, and relationships and if it's healthy or not. And the last thing I also wanted to talk about is um, are you willing to repeat the cycle? You know, over and over again. The things that you've seen your mother or father or brother or sister or go through people that you are uh, that you love and are invested in are very near and dear to your heart you know our relationships or friendships are you willing to just continue to repeat the cycle that's a deep one too I think if it's not somebody will tell me it's bullshit one of my hosts will I keep talking about these hosts I'm not like nigga do, do, do he even have any I do I absolutely do. I just talked to um, Brandon today, and I asked Brandon to put John on the phone, and then me and John was talking about some personal shit that we have a similar shit going on in our lives, and, and I, I needed some advice from him, so he was telling me one of his situations, and 
Um, I told him, hey, man, I got you. I, w- I told Brandon that I want you on as a host, so whenever you're ready. And he was like, hell yeah, fucking no doubt. Let's do it. So I got him. I got B. I got Mike. I'm sure Dom is on. I know I've already talked to Erica and Jenna, and, and, and Janelle is always ready to go too. So we're ready, man. It's going to happen. Like I told y'all, it's just all about scheduling. That's all it is. It's just always about scheduling. So just figuring that part out. Um, just give me a little bit, a couple weeks, and we'll have this thing off and running. But for right now, it's no reason for it's no reason that I can't do this. Um, I'm pretty. I'm, no, I'm not going to fucking pat my own back. But there's no reason why I can't do this until uh, the gang is ready to get down. And at least we'll have a few episodes under our belt. And you know, I'm really looking out to go send this information, go send all of these this uh, this data over to um, some of the big wigs that have their uh, their their foots on the necks of the podcast game. I'm ready to go have a couple conversations with those people and let them know that us, us young guys, us as middle aged guys over here on the West Coast, we can make some podcasts too. And they should they should get busy with us, you know? I, I know it's a market out here for podcasts, but I'm just saying like majority of the podcasts that I see I mean, we got a, we got some some ones that from sports athletes and stuff like that. But the ones that are con- well, the ones that are pertaining to some of the things and the interests that I am into, none of them are in California. Like um, Joe's over in New York, and then Joe's over in Texas. You know, I think the is the Reed out here, or where's the friend zone in the Reed? I don't know exactly where they are. Mm. I think, that, but I don't think they're in California though. That's for sure. Um, I know Austin is in Texas as well. I believe he's in... No, he's in Nevada now. I think he's still in Las Vegas. So, you know, I want to represent for California. And I think since I am a uh, national treasure that I should be the one to do it, I guess. Okay, again, I'd like to take the time to thank the Mondayers for joining us this week. You could be anywhere listening to anyone, but you're here vibing with me, and I thank you. So until next week, don't call in sick. You need that bag. If you have to make a judgment call on the Starbucks line, then you need to go straight to work. It's too long. Don't smoke that blunt outside the company, even if you are inside your car. And clock out for lunch. Don't get a meal penalty. They will fire your ass for that shit. Please do remember that the customer is never right, and that coworker does need to start to come in early because he's never on time and yes we are tired of picking up your slack on our shifts and no i'm not laughing at any of the boss's jokes today one thing we can do is get through this week and it all starts with today so put on that mask and take the bass out of those vocal cords all i ask is that you pick one co-worker to be nice to today audi five until next time peace